Hey everyone, this is Bill Guida from Bullflag Group. So today's guest um, is Tiago Canales, and he is from EOS Rio. He's a block producer. Well, he isn't, but the group that he works with is a block producer on the EOS platform. So he's going to break down, you know, the daily activity of a block producer, what they really do. He's also going to shine some light on some of the controversies that have impacted the EOS blockchain. Um, you know, people have had concerns about collusion. He's going to address this in this episode. Um, so EOS Rio is one of the 21 block producers on the EOS platform. So he's got an amazing insight into not only EOS, but cryptocurrencies in general. He's going to open up the doors to the cryptocurrency space in Rio right now. And, uh, you know, give us some information about where he thinks the direction of the market's going. And although we're in the middle of a bear market, um, he seems to be very optimistic about what's going to be happening, not only with EOS and uh, some of the other major cryptocurrencies, but the space as a whole, you know, as we move into 2020. So uh, Tiago is also going to touch on DAP activity and some of the issues with some of the other blockchains out there. So this is a great interview. Tiago really nails down some of the key questions that we had, and we hope that you guys all enjoy it. So stay tuned for the great interview. Okay, so thank you guys for joining us. Today we have Tiago from EOS Rio. So Tiago, why don't you just tell us a little bit about EOS, the platform, and then we can get into your background. Sure. Hi. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me here, Bill. It's it's really pre pleasure to, to talk to you. Um, about EOS, uh, it's a, a smart contracts platform for people to build uh, decentralized applications upon it, um, like Ethereum. Uh, the basic difference is that our consensus algorithms, uh, algorithm is uh, delegated proof of stake instead of proof of work. Um, so instead of having an open uh, approach to mining, um, as anyone can mine Ethereum or, or Bitcoin and people are just competing f with processing power to find the next block. On delegated proof of stake, uh, block producers are actually uh, elected by token holders. Um, so you have uh, 21 um, active block producers, the, the most voted on the network, and they take round uh, producing blocks. So we actually can deliver more scalability, uh, as in more transactions per second, uh, um, a thousand times more transactions per second compared to Ethereum and, and Bitcoin. And we are actually more flexible uh, in terms of updating the protocol and, and fixing uh, bugs and, and, and patching the, the protocol. Uh, and also for, for usability, um, it's kind of safer in a way to use, use because um, you can, it's easier for you to uh, recover from a mistake or from lost keys or if, you, if you're hacked. So basically this, this is EOS. Uh, we at EOS Rio, I, I'm a co-founder of EOS Rio. Uh, we are an, an active block producer. Uh, currently we are voted uh, among the, the top 21. Um, we are based here in, in Rio, Brazil, and we, we focus very much on the, the technical side of, of the, the network. 
but we can also contribute on on governance and on spreading uh, blockchain and EOS uh, uh, through Latin America. Actually, uh, I'm in charge of uh, strategy and, and business development. Uh, my background is uh, mixed of, of technology and, and business. Great. I appreciate that intro. Um, can you give us a quick kind of play-by-play -play as to what the daily role of a block producer is? I know you mentioned a couple key points there, but um, in terms of hardware that's required, software that's required, and the amount of uh, man hours, can you comment on that? Sure. Um, so basically for operating the network, and, and this actually have, uh, we'd like to talk this in two parts. There is the, the, the block producing per se, which is just validating the blocks and, and putting transactions into blocks. Um, we also have uh, a myriad of services that we provide to the network, such as API nodes and full histories and uh, wallets and software and, and et cetera. As for operating the network, we, we have uh, an architecture composed of seven machines. Uh, um, where we have the, the block producers, we have the seed nodes, we have the full nodes, and this is built to, to guarantee both scalability and uh, robustness of, of the network and obviously uh, security um, of the network. So we have a, a pretty, pretty hardcore uh, hardware. We, we operate on bare metal machines um, here in Brazil. And a host of cloud services around the world so that we can uh, be really near where people need the, the, to access the, the, the blockchain and our APIs. So our day-to-day -day is basically to operate the, ser the service, servers. We have a, a pretty good DevOps and engineering team just to, to do that, to make sure that we are, um, first of all, producing blocks and that we are serving the community with uh, um, API nodes and really working on that. So for the operation, uh, it, it's, it's really uh, uh, kind of a moment where we are working more on, on the APIs and history APIs than on, on block producing uh, itself. It's, it's kind of stable what we can achieve there. Um, but we are going through major revamps on history APIs and multiple teams uh, working on making this uh, uh, more efficient, actually, because that's what uh, uh, most applications will, will need uh, to access. So this will be the basic operation, to have uh, a DevOps to keep the, the network running and serving the, the users with uh, information through, through our APIs. Um, and, and this team is, is basically, uh, we have four people uh, doing this exclusively. Um, but we also, uh, as block producers, uh, we, we try to offer valuable applications to token holders. So we also have a wallet, and it's Simplio's wallet. It's one of the most used um, wallets for, for use. And, and you have a few... Uh, uh, specific things that you have to do in a EOS wallet, which is basically voting for block producers and for referendum. So um, it's different from the traditional uh, wallets there. So we, we have a great uh, deal of work also uh, developing uh, Simplus and also uh, uh, just uh, uh, 
talking to people that are using it and that have doubts about EOS and how it works and and etc. We we end up being a kind of customer service for use itself, like operating a wallet means that lots of people for anything they they are doing on the network they they are probably using you at some point uh, so you get all those doubts and we have this this really close contact with with the community um, and we also are developing and and delivering other uh, kind of valuable piece of software to the to the community so we have those projects as well um, and we also are kind of representatives of EOS in, in Brazil. So we have all this work of, of growing the community here and uh, working with companies that uh, are doing blockchain uh, projects here. And we are developing a um, few very interesting projects here. And just, I mean, talking to, to the government here and to uh, institutional bodies that are uh, studying uh, blockchain um, and this is kind of the, the third part of the job. So we basically operate the network, uh, meaning validating blocks and offering uh, API services. We, we create and maintain uh, software that help users. Um, and we, we focus on growing uh, the ecosystem here, especially here in, in Brazil and Latin America. That's great. I definitely want to touch on one of the points that you made there. So kind of being a community manager in your hometown, in your home area of, of Brazil. So how active is uh, the community in terms of not only EOS, but crypto in general? Yeah, we, we have a pretty active uh, crypto community here in Brazil. Uh, late 2017, um, there was this this research and uh, there were more more people uh, trading crypto than trading uh, stocks on on the the Brazilian stock exchange so we have a pretty active scene here for for crypto and we are starting to see also a, a scene for blockchain applications out of uh, outside of crypto and not as just as, as an investment or, or as fintech application uh, but more as this this decentralized applications platform here, and this community is, is forming, um, and and it's it's interesting because Brazil is is really big, so we have to travel around the country, and we are the only block producer, and the only actual can block producer candidate uh, here in Brazil. There was another group uh, doing this on mainnet launch, but they are not around anymore. So we are traveling uh, all over the country, just uh, uh, hosting meetups and partnering with, with uh, uh, local blockchain communities just to, to get the word spread and really help people um, in, in developing uh, blockchain projects. That's great. Um, in terms of engagement with other EOS block producers, um, do you guys collaborate? Is there kind of a rivalry amongst the 21, but also the other block producers that are aiming to get into that 21 uh, group? Um, I'm sure there's some sort of collaboration. You guys know each other. Um, I know there's been some hints at collusion, but uh, can you kind of clear the air on that and, and what the roles and relationships between block producers are? Sure. Um, 
it's it's fairly collaborative uh, the relationship among block producers. I think that the the idea of of each uh, token being able to vote for thirty block producers is good in that sense because in, in the end of the day it's not that competitive. I mean, each token holder can vote for thirty block producers, and in the day to day it's it's no competition. It's much more okay. How can we solve the technical um, issues on the network, and how can we operate uh, this better? How can we offer more transaction throughput to users? Um, how can we really find the solutions to to the problems that we have? Um, so it's it's pretty much collaborative, and and of course there are block producers that are are closer than than others, and and this comes from the um, really beginning of the of the community so we are closer to to a few block producers because we we have done more work uh with those block producers but we are really open to collaborate with uh with uh, uh the whole community um as for the 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 collusion part we uh despite collaborating on the technical side of things we, we have lots of disagreements on uh, especially on, on governance and, and other uh areas and and it, this is important because uh, this is what makes uh, it evolve. Uh, it shouldn't be like this mentality where everyone have to agree. Agree. Instead, we we are stronger because uh, we have this uh, multiple points of views. Um, but when it gets to the the real technical things, we can make uh, pretty much uh, the best decisions based on on the. The talent that we have and on the no, on the technical knowledge um, there is about the community, um, but we we still discuss and and uh, try to find uh, common positions on on governance. Um, so the, this this collusion it, it's kind of uh, uh, the ghost that's that's there and uh, theoretically possible, but I think it, it's it's very easy to see that if something like that happened. Uh, the network is the blockchain is still transparent. So even if uh, people are are trying to manipulate it, it will be transparent and people can just jump off to the next uh, implementation of of EOS IO. So the main net is basically uh, the main net because uh, people trust in it and it's trans transparent. You don't you don't have to blindly trust nobody. You can see what's happening there. So I think this is evolving. We we are just a six month uh, old uh, chain. A lot of things are are evolving, and and the way people look at things are are evolving. Um, but I think that we are we are stronger uh, as a, as a group than we we were before, and as a community, uh, we are actually growing stronger. And especially as uh, uh, EOS gets used by DApps. And people are really using it, and we, we see this happening. It tends, I think, to to transform, to, to transform the community in a more pragmatic uh, view of things. Okay, we have to be really great at engineering and at providing a, a decentralized, um, high throughput uh, network for people that are flexible enough and that are that's usable. Uh, and that's what we are we are trying to do. Yeah, I, I agree. I think oftentimes investors, speculators, people involved in the community have unrealistic expectations for 
blockchain related startups. And, you know, I think we need to go about it in the same respect that we do with traditional startups that you're not going to have instant results within a year. This is a, a, a it, minimum three to five year outlook. And that's really, I think the way things ought to be. Um, I mean, it took Bitcoin and Bitcoin core and all the different branches of that to, uh, to get to where Bitcoin is today. Um, Ethereum, Ethereum classic, there's been issues there. Um, so I don't, I, I, I oftentimes think EOS gets, gets, uh, a bad rap for some of the, uh, headlines that come out, but realistically speaking, all these different projects have had issues. And like you rightfully said, you know, the, the main net's been out for six months or a little bit over. Um, I, I think we can only go up from here. Um, the next point that I definitely want to hit is the projects that are being built on EOS. And there's a lot of headlines about activity on the EOS platform. So can you comment on what kind of people and projects are being launched on EOS and how the activity um, has been steadily growing over the past six months? Sure. And I think it's important because this is this is the the real thing about about blockchain. And if you're not b talking about crypto, you're talking about the technology and how um, <clears throat> you want to implement that to actually impact uh, people's lives. Uh, we are talking about building applications. I mean, we tend to spend a lot of energy on hypothetical scenarios and on speculative scenarios. And okay, what about if uh, another meteor hit? The, the earth and how we will survive that and uh, okay maybe that's not a pragmatic point that we should um, focus on we, we should really be focusing on what's being built on on blockchain and that's uh, where the the energy should go in my opinion and we we are we have seen like this this amazing projects going to blockchain and and actually, we, we've been talking in Brazil to, to a community that have tried to develop things in, in Ethereum and kind of got frustrated because uh, it's, it's a proof of concept and it, it's a great um, kind of an idea and platform and a great achievement to have Ethereum. But right now, it's kind of hard to use it for uh, general applications. And we are, we are seeing a lot of migration to, to use also, as well as native projects on EOS. Um, I, I would just like mention uh, two projects that that we are uh, uh, working with, and that that I believe that can can be really impactful. We are uh, in a beta here in Brazil. Uh, we just launched uh, with a startup called Polling, um, which we are certifying uh, recycling on the blockchain, um, and this. Uh, uh, this is a perfect match for, for Brazil right now because we have a regulation saying that industries are responsible for recycling um, the waste their products generate. So Coke will, will be uh, uh, obliged to, to recycle uh, the bottles that they, they put on the market here in Brazil. But, but this is usually, I mean, you buy the Coke and then you, you, you drink it and then you just throw away the, the bottle. And we have like this, this recycling cooperatives here in Brazil that get this bottle and they sell to, to recycle or they recycle it um, themselves. And it's usually 
um, like low income people doing these jobs. So when when we we start certifying uh, the recycling on the blockchain, we we create uh, a bond for those for those uh, recycling cooperatives for those low income uh, people that they can sell to the industry so that they can uh, prove they they recycled what they have to to recycle. So um, we we are just uh, inputting the first. Uh, uh, invoices we are doing this so that we can make sure that that people are recycling um and that uh, uh the same bottle is not being uh, uh double spent on on the network um so this is we expect to have a great impact both uh, environmental impact because we are actually and and we are working on ways to really go kind of uh, full circle and and get everyone involved not only the industries and the, the the recyclers, but also the the, the consumers there, that that should also be uh, part of this this kind of recycling ecosystem. Uh, so this is this is done. This is operating um, here in Brazil. We are doing the 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 first inputs and and trying this out, but it's it's working actually on on EOS, and <clears throat> it's a kind of project that. Uh, goes to the certification part of 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 years. We are we are also seeing um, other projects that are are more on the data marketplace uh, model. That's also interesting for for blockchain uh, and specifically for for years. Uh, we have been seeing projects that are aiming to to store monetize uh, health data as well as uh, your profile data. So that uh, it's not Facebook selling uh, your view to to an advertiser. It's actually you selling your view to an advertiser. And uh, what I think is that blockchain can be most impactful in the in the short term. Um, there is also another project that is we are working with, uh, which is Ultra, and they are aiming to decentralize. Uh, uh, the, the gaming uh, platform industry so that you can actually uh, own um, your digital assets. And this is uh, something that uh, I've, I've been kind of uh, uh, watching um, what's happening on YouTube and on Patreon where people are just getting kind of cut off from, from these this platforms. Uh, they are having their, their accounts um, shut down uh, we know that the, this happened uh, on on Steam as well for the, the Valve uh, uh, gaming platform, and I think that having this this blockchain platform where you are actually the owner of your digital asset is also uh, incredible. And we are, we are venturing in this, this path and actually creating a technology that then can be extended to other. Uh, similar applications um, so, so I'm, I'm very excited about those those projects the the, the blockchain certification uh, business model it's it's obviously huge and it's huge in, in Brazil and Latin America because we, we have this these problems of with certification and, and government and, and corruption and, and piracy and etc uh, it's also great to see uh, a new business model, platform business model developing where uh, 
people get to be get to own their data and get to actually accrue the the network value that they contribute. Um, I'm really excited about where we can get with this. And obviously, Steam is a is a first uh, project on this. We have now your community on EOS, and we have different uh, platforms that are uh, creating this this data marketplace uh, for for people. And it's it's really it's really interesting to see. I would say those would be the the highlight projects that that we're working on. But um, we have a, a, a lot of projects going on. We have like Everypedia, and mm -hmm. it's it's amazing what those guys are doing. I, I've been um, we we are friends with Dallas. I mean, he's in, in our group. He likes the the wallet, and we are seeing a lot of of Karma uh, the project around, and it's great because you're involving uh, reputation, and it will be really important when you have like this trustless platforms to to engage with um obviously we've been seeing the the gambling and gaming that apps and it's a fever right now i think it's the uh we can call this the first uh, killer application of, of of blockchain actually uh the whole wave of non-fungible tokens right now uh and the, the things that we think that will we will be able to do with non-fungible tokens. It's it's awesome, and it's something that started with okay, let's do CryptoKitties, and the guy just created uh, the non-fungible tokens, and now we can apply this not only to gaming or to uh, uh, provenance tracking on, on the blockchain, but uh, uh, for a whole host of of applications that will use it. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited about. Uh, Especially the numbers that that we are putting in uh, of of daily active users on EOS because this is what actually counts, right? You, you may have the simplest uh, app if you have people using it; it's a success. You may have the the best of intentions and a beautifully uh, uh, crafted app. If no one is using it's it's useless, right? Uh, I agree. So. Yeah, the, the, the biggest problem today is that these platforms are coming out and there's offering, you know, X amount of transactions per second, but if nobody's using it, who cares? So that's why, you know, I'm such a fan of EOS because based on activity, it seems to be one of the more popular, you know, actually being used uh, platforms out there. So. Um, and there's been a lot of comparisons drawn to the early days of the internet where, um, you know, gambling websites and that, that kind of thing ate up a lot of, um, the successful projects early on with the internet. And, you know, it could be the same thing here with, with blockchain and, uh, what, what EOS is doing. So, um, will this morph into something else with more, you know, everyday use uh, dApps, who knows, but I think it's a great start for what EOS is, is doing and it definitely proves that you can actually use this platform. So uh, yeah. I, I think it's great. Yeah, and it tends to start with those uh, kind of activities that are more, um, I would say, addictive. Um, maybe people want to just have moral judgment on this. 
but usually when people say, oh, and what about the, the gambling on, on EOS and on blockchain? I just say, yeah, gambling is huge just because people couldn't get away to put pornography on the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's yeah. What's, what happens. But uh, this will, I think this will mature and evolve to, to really serious hardcore high impact applications on, on the blockchain. And that's why we, we are here, right? We, we want to, to, to have an impact. We have this, this mentality. And we really believe that as we grow uh, easier to use, because this is important. We, we are trying to get the, the early majority here. We, we are not talking about early adopters anymore. We have to go for, for a niche. We have to, to go for people that are not... Uh, uh, actually thinking or worried if it's blockchain or not. They just want to use the best application. Um, and in doing this, it's, it's not just about the, the people uh, that want to, to achieve something or that just like the technology. It's people that want great um, service, actually, that want great experience. And we have to focus on, on giving them uh, uh, that. And it's, it's kind of, it's where every innovation um, that fails, actually fails, and is when uh, uh, you are going from the early adopters to the early majority, right? We have to cross this chasm, and it's with application. It's not with um, unending discussions on um, which one is more centralized than the other and what would happen in highly uh, extreme scenarios and improbable scenarios. It's much more about being pragmatic and getting people to actually use it. I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I definitely understand and sympathize with the decentralized movement. However, there has to be some compromise when you're looking to onboard new users and bring this whole cryptocurrency space to the next level. So um, I, I couldn't agree more. In terms of, um, you know, the big players with EOS, you know, it's always Dan Laramere, Block One, uh, Brock Pierce, those guys. Um, are you happy with, with the, the kind of EOS celebrities out there? Um, are they pushing a certain type of DAP to, to launch on EOS? Are they kind of uh, having a, a larger impact on the whole project itself in, in a good way or a bad way? Because it seems like um, even with Bitcoin Core, there's kind of the celebrities out there from, from Bitcoin that, that really have a pull on the direction of things. So do you find that um, these bigger players in EOS have a, have a positive impact? Yeah, sure. I, I think they, they have a, a positive impact despite the, the controversies that may arise from it. Um, but it, it's actually more about uh, uh, the, the technical side of things. I think that um, it's, it's important to have those, those guys, but it's important that uh, even if you talk to anyone at Block One, they will say, we, we know about the software, but we don't know about operating the network. So uh, the, the block producers are the group that can operate the network. And it's, it's, in, in that sense, it's good that you, you can have technical decisions um, with uh, uh, 
21 to 30 to 50 organizations that uh, just go into a, a, a Telegram group that is open. Anyone could, could be there uh, and can make really, can have technical discussions and, and make technical decisions instead of trying to kind of gauge the, the sentiment of a whole community that doesn't necessarily understand what's at stake and what's technically uh, being done. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in that sense, uh, uh, the, the, the superstars in years, they, they definitely influence uh, a lot. And it's important when people uh, bring uh, developers uh, and, and when you have this kind of, of visionaries that are, are talking about uh, uh, the way and it's a valid discussion. And what I feel is that the community is is more a community actually in the US, um, uh, in the sense that the, the governance is it's, it's at least more transparent. I mean, uh, it's not that you don't have governance on on Bitcoin. You have Bitcoin Core, and it's a, a pretty strong group, and they um, actually influence a lot. You have a a, a governance on Ethereum. Uh, I, I was reading uh, uh, something that, that uh, in one of the, the presentations, someone uh, uh, and, and the governance part of Ethereum just put a, a photo of Vitalik uh, dressed in, in uh, like dra- dressed like a saint with a Lamborghini in his, in his hand. <laughs> I mean, there is a governance. People are voting and, and people are influencing each other anyway. Uh, I think that uh, it's good news that it's it's kind of transparent on how how this is is happening, and in the end of the day, you have like uh, these institutions that are 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 voting, and they can um, they can be kind of selected by the token holders by the way they they vote and they act. Um, so, I mean, it's it's good to have uh, brilliant people around. I mean. Um, you can say anything about Dan, but not that he's not brilliant. And I would say the same thing about Brock and about Brandon and about uh, a lot of, of people uh, that are working on EOS. And, and this is great. We probably have um, not not only EOS, but on, on blockchain as a whole, some of the great greatest talents of our uh, generation um, of decades that are working on this and this is uh, beautiful to see and but we, we should also take the the opinions of those uh, uh, those really brilliant people with a few grains of salt and um, just understanding what's happening and what's being uh, played out and that they are fallible as any any one of us so uh, I don't know if I if I if I give you an answer there, but um, I mean it's it's great to have people trying to to contribute to to the network. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So in closing, here, can you give your thoughts on uh, where EOS is going in terms of the project? Um, I know. This is January 2019, and we're in the midst of a, a pretty vicious bear market. Um, from our standpoint, we're cautiously optimistic about you know the near future, six months. Uh, very optimistic about the long term for cryptocurrency in general, uh, Bitcoin, projects like EOS. 
um, and a select few other projects. So I'm curious what your, your thought process is as a block producer with EOS and your thoughts on the cryptocurrency space in general. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bullish about uh, uh, cryptocurrency. I mean, I, I'm in it for, for the decentralization. And as you said, I, I, I think that we, we can actually uh, disrupt how value is, is distributed on, on platforms. And this is huge. And I think that this is this have great implications on on a lot of businesses, and this can actually draw a lot of uh, value um, towards uh, blockchain projects and blockchain networks, and actually decentralized projects and decentralized networks. So I'm I'm pretty bullish on the on the long term and and committed with uh, with that. Um, as for the short term, I think that. Uh, on, on 2019, we, we, we may have uh, different uh, kind of killer apps uh, raising on, on EOS and really getting um, usage. Uh, we, we are trying to, to support dApps in every way that we, we can. Um, but we are more like, okay, we, we have to prepare the, the infrastructure for those guys to to run smoothly um, on it. So we are very uh, kind of focused on, okay, how can we make the, the network uh, scale? How can we uh, give a, a better experience for users? I mean, uh, low latency, um, how can they access the full history APIs? Uh, how can we, we build this? And this is actually, um, despite you have this, this huge discussion, and as you said, what hits the, the headline is not always what's important, is what sells. Like people want to see uh, kind of blood on the streets so or they want to uh -huh. see this and that. Um, but this is just really the tip of the iceberg. We have so many people working on, on the basics and on the infrastructure and on uh, really providing developers with a platform they can use and, and users a platform they, they can use. And we are, we are actually, making uh, huge progress on that on the, the part so i expect that we, we have a, a great infrastructure for for that we are seeing uh the growth in in usage uh it's it's really really big um there is a, a question mark uh, in my head how the how the the side chains will, will i mean how how this all will will play out and the connection with uh, with the main ad and and etc. But I, I think that um, 2019 we, we kind of uh, 2018 was the okay we launched and what's what's going to happen? Let's see this thing uh, uh, alive. Mm -hmm. um, and now I think that we are go we are maturing to something that we will see if uh, we'll specialize in, in some kinds of, of dApps and what's what will will come but i'm i'm pretty optimistic uh for for 2019 i think that we we have uh we already have uh a network that developers can better explore right now it's not on uh i mean uh, uh, there is uh idle capability on the network that developers can uh, explore for now and it will, will have much more and 
I mean, it's it's all about building a community and having having great uh, developers on board. That's what we are trying to do. Put more people to develop so that uh, they can explore the network and if they do that, we'll eventually get to uh, to more and more clear depths and this is how this will will be built in in, in my opinion. Killer dap after killer dap and then we'll have okay, now we have email and we have PayPal and we have Facebook and we have all those applications that uh, can run on this new layer on the internet. Great. Well, I appreciate your time today, Tiago. Um, if people want to get in contact with you, if people want to vote for your block producer, can, how do we do that and how do we get a hold of you? Awesome. Um, first, uh, we, we have a Telegram channel, Use Rio. Um, I can send you later, you can put on the, on the description. Yep. Um, also, uh, the website, eosrio.io uh, so it's eos rio as the, the city here in brazil.io um, and contact at eosrio.io we also uh, are very active there so it's telegram our website and and our contact email if you want to vote for us it will be a, a great uh, it's eosrio brazil uh, we are Currently, one of the top 21 uh, block producers in the in the US network, and it was great talking to you, Bill. Thank you, thank you very much for for having me here. Thank you.